Hi everyone, I'm Gloria, also known as 14th Kana from Kenya, and I'm here with Sue from Nigeria. How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, okay. <laughs> How do you say uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening in, in, in Kenya? How do I say Karibu, Asante? Um, yeah. Or what? Jambo. What's up? <laughs> Jambo. Jao. <laughs> jambo, 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 yeah, jambo, jambo, oh, like jambo, jambo, like jambo, jambo. Okay, so jambo, Gloria, jambo. Yeah. So jambo. What's yeah, hi. How are you? Um, how do you say hello? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. How do you say hello in alpha? Alpha. 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 alpha is like al alpha. alpha alpha are you day are you day alpha is like what's up man interesting all right so i'll start off by asking you what you do in sports okay what do i do what do i do what do i do i'm a storyteller i'm a commentator i'm a host um i work with multiple spaces um if you hear that that is the sound of my breakfast that I'm trying to eat before I go and talk on commentaries. I work with Super Sports. Um, I just recently started doing commentaries for Pigeon in West Africa um, and Africa, generally speaking. Um, I host the radio show um, Mondays through Fridays, four o'clock to nine o'clock. It's politics and all the other things in between. But generally, like I said, I'm a storyteller and I try to do it in Pigeon, which is a local language in Nigeria and West Africa, more often than not. That's yeah, that's cool. what I do. That's cool. Um, how did you get into commentating and sports analysis? Uh, commentating was I saw an opportunity. I saw an opportunity for COVID. Basically, um, I felt like I was bored with the job I was doing. The pay difference was like five thousand naira between what I was doing as a radio analyst and commentator. Um, the difference was different, just 5,000 naira. But I was like, I've never commented before in live game. So let me go and try, because they said it was a pigeon opportunity. And the radio station was Wazubia. That's why I still currently work on radio. And I just I just went there. I just went there. Basically, I was drinking with some of the guys, and I was like, yeah, that job, Alpha. Yeah, yes, Alpha. <laughs> and um, they said, ah, what, what's up with that? And I was like, OK, I'm interested, though. And they were like, okay, we know your pigeon is strong. You speak it very well. Um, you know what? That thing you normally do with us when we are drinking, how about you just send the sound? And I did send the sound. And, you know, the next thing you know, I'm on another radio station doing stuff with friends. And the CEO of the station is calling me. and was like, yeah, you are the one that did that. We have to have a conversation on Monday. And next thing you know, I got a job. And next thing you know, from radio, it went on to TV. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Just, That's about you stepped out of comfort zone and you tried something new. Yeah, it's scary because you know it's only guys that like naturally it's guys that you know do commentary, <laughs> and you know the audience already programmed to listen to sports being you know um, curated in a certain way, and for me because I come from the south south and the south south in Nigeria is Delta Wari, and they believe that we have the um, pure sound of pigeon. It's usually Tika. And we always sound like we are comedians when we talk because our phrases are always really big. 
So um, it took a while. It still takes a while. One of the biggest challenges I got was probably when I first, I did my first World Cup uh, Qatar just last year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I started the commentary and most people across Africa didn't know that women did commentary in Pigeon. So I got a few blowbacks. I've been doing commentary for Super Sports for Champions League, for Premier League, for Syria Ha. But it was just the sports crowd that knew. And so by the time they started listening, I got two responses. First of all, ladies were listening more. Grandmothers were listening more. Kids were listening more because it was, I was using phrases like, you know, women, we use what we know. So I would tell yeah. you that the player is cooking and one doesn't have enough salt or flavors. And the other one is pounding the other one like his mortar and pistol. And you know, those kind of ton of phrases are not usually associated to football commentary in this instance, yeah. it was football commentary. So you saw guys sitting with their wives and they are watching a football game and they were sending me messages. In fact, some people actually send me money from Kenya, by the way. <laughs> and God bless you. Asante, I love you. Uh, you know? so yeah, I, I'll pick that one now. If somebody sends you money, you must know how to say thank you now uh, in their language. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would say it, it was a world opener for me. And even this Women's World Cup that has kicked off, I, I got the privilege of doing the opening ceremony uh, for the biggest broadcaster in Africa, and that's Super Sports. And I know um, how deep it was. Just yesterday, I started with BBC Pigeon and across, because that's broadcasted on radio, and across the feedback already, it's crazy. So for me, it's been a journey. It's just started. And more ladies now already putting in there. Go on Twitter now. You see more ladies now putting, oh, I'm a commentator. I'm a commentator. And I'm like, well, I did that. I did that. <laughs> so did. new career path open, new career path unlocked. I'm thankful for that. That's great. Um, do you cover specific branch or sports or not? Oh, so personally, I really love combat sports. But like I said, I mean, Africa, I don't get a lot of opportunities to do that. Um, I love basketball. Um, I did a thing with uh, FIBA, but I didn't get the final call for the World Cup. That was, was that last year, last two years for, no, not Tenerife, the one before. But basically, you don't get enough opportunities to do the other ones you love. Wrestling, boxing, MMA. What you get a lot from Africa is football. So you sit on it. And as for the others, you just vibe. Maybe you vibe to maybe two minutes, three minutes clips, and you just let it rip on socials. But other than that, if it's real-time commentary, you get to do it mainly for football and sometimes for athletics. But like I said, a lot of guys are not programmed to receive a female's voice. So it's not just the voice. When you reel out the statistics or the in-game um, plays, Sometimes they don't get it because it's not in the way that they expect. But yeah, we are starting. It's a process. Already at least it's beginning to pay my bills more often than not. Actually, it pays most, <laughs> most of my bills than, than every other thing I've done. So yes, and I just started. I believe I just started. So in three years, I've only just, I've done this in, in three years, in the past 24 months, especially. So I, I, I think there, there, there's more opportunities. Oh, I'm answering your question well, though, because you brought food and the food is distracting me. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> okay. So um, it's good that you're bringing a different perspective to the table in sports commentating and also uh, analysis. And do you think that you're creating more of an impact specifically on that or you have other areas? That you're creating oh, yes, I know. I, I know I am. 
a social impact definitely um and the monetary impact because money is good i mean we have over two billion people watching the women's world cup as opposed to now in australia as opposed to the one in france that was done in 2019 meaning more broadcasters and yeah. whatnot and i can tell you this uh, when it comes to kpi because if you're someone that you're interested in always upskilling and always doing better you should always have a kpi that's your key performance index you know and for me one of the key things for me was knowing that the games that i was on you know they got to get more listenership you know people got more engaged they got new markets so already the stats already show that that there's progress from what i do and because there's an entertainment flavor to my own personal style of commenting as opposed to just oh he passed the ball he gave the ball he gave that um, I, I believe there's value and the value is seen because more women when i started we were i was the only one you know and then we're a couple of us and now i can say we're almost in nigeria alone we're almost 10 ladies that are trying to do this thing that i do and uh, there's the one in yoruba um no one yet in Igbo or other languages but more languages are becoming expressed in sports and you are beginning to see more women doing mm -hmm. it so the only reason why we can do that is, you know, they used to tell us when I was younger that a picture speaks a thousand words. Videos, images, they speak in millions and millions of words because it impacts in such a way. So one of the things I use as a marker to know that what I do has impact is I look at the terrain from where I started. I will still say a few months ago, even if it's a couple of years and more, um, and where I am now. I'm, the amount of women that are coming into that space and the amount of guys too that are coming into that space and saying can you teach me a bit of what of one of the things you do guy i never used to have that before so that that's cool for me so i know there's impact social and otherwise yeah that's so wonderful to hear so in in africa do you have any vision for women's sports and mainly women's football because it's FIFA World Cup time. Okay, you repeat that one. You repeat that question again, please. Um, repeat what's the your question again. For women's sports? Okay, okay. What's your vision for women's sports women's in Africa? Africa? Women's sports in Africa. Oh, yeah. my vision. You know, I've never thought about that. That's such a great question. Um, because we, we never feel like you are in the driver's seat to, to, to have a vision of anything. You just take whatever comes your way. And to mm -hmm. a certain level, that's what a lot of us have done. We just take whatever comes our way and we just take it one day at a time. But if there was a vision for it, I think it's been actualized now to a certain level. I mean, the head of TikTok, gaming and sports, they are females, you know, they're African females. Yeah. Um, um, I, I would say for me, it's more learned, experienced um, women in the driving seat. Women that understand that, you know, the struggles of being woman and doing this, sports is high performance. And just being a woman alone, it's scary. You have to deal with it. Um, a lot of working class women have to sacrifice something. And I feel like you don't need to sacrifice anything. Everything can work together. So for me, me, I will take that aspect. I will not take the, oh, more women in the game. We're talking, more women on the front line. I want more women with complete lives. Incomplete, I mean, you don't have to sacrifice anything. You don't have to sacrifice your relationships just because you're jumping from stadium to stadium. 
most of the games that we do sometimes they are at odd hours. I mean, we did commentary for three o'clock Nigerian time games, and I believe that Kenya, you are like two hours ahead, right? The South African yeah. game, some of you have to wake up much earlier to catch the South African game, and uh, sometimes you have to apologize. You have to apologize for being woman and for the kind of career path you chose, even if you do very well at it or you have a function to do great or excel at it. So, my vision for African women or women sports in Africa is you can participate to the highest level of where you want to, despite the fact that you are a woman, whether you are a mom and whether you're a grandmom. I'm hoping that I will be a grandmother, not those grandmothers that just became grandmother because their child gave birth to somebody while they're in secondary school or high school. No, like a full-fledged grandmother in my 60s, my 70s, and I'll be in OG status. I'll get into the stadium and there will be something I can do. And it's functional, whether as a student, whether as an analyst, whether as somebody who has business in the game as a production, uh, uh, I bought production rights or whatever. Um, that's what I want to see for women in the ecosystem, not just the ones that are coming to safety or stand I mean, pretty. And the minute you get pregnant, you know, you are put out to, to pasture because you are no longer thin and pretty to stand in front of the camera, you know, that so you can be whatever and you still function in sports. Yeah. For however long you want, actually. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great answer. It's actually good that you got to think about it. Hopefully, you'll be able to ask other people that that you work with so that they also can create a vision. So Thank the you final question is, you're welcome, you're welcome. What's your, what's your advice to young people who would like to be in your position? Please don't be in my position. Go and do your own. You know, oh, when I was younger, don't be my advice to young kids mm -hmm. and that, are, that look at me and say they want to be in my position please don't do better there was a lady there is a lady that i saw she was the first person and that was in the south african uh hosted world cup 2010 her name is chiso okay. she was in dreads she was pregnant and it was visible and she was hosting and anchoring a world cup game um in south africa for, for sports I was in my home state of Delta State that day. I was in a popular junction, very busy. Um, it's called NRA Junction. I looked up on the big billboard because it was Africa hosted. So there were big billboards everywhere. So you could watch the match wherever. You could catch the games wherever. And I stood and I was so surprised. Then I had not moved into media. I was crying in the middle of it. NRA Junction, because a woman, pregnant and anchoring a football game at the World Cup. I will never forget that feeling because for some reason, it, it, something opened up in my mind that if she can't do it, I can. Interestingly enough, I got to host her show. She was not available and I hosted her show for Super Sports. Nobody has hosted her show before because it's a difficult show to host. And I did that. And I'm doing other stuff that she doesn't do. She's in production now, more production and front-end presenting than what she used to do before. And I'm already trying to excel that. So don't do what I want to do, or don't do what I'm doing. Do more. I want to see you be the Elon Musk of sports. What's the female version? I want to see you go to North America, South America, and rule it. I want the world to call your name. So don't look at my own and let it inspire you to go and do your own, and excel, and even make it bigger. Don't look at my own and try to replicate. Get inspired and do your own thing. You know, 
that kind of thing. That's my thought. Yeah, that's so. To anybody. <laughs> that's yeah, a wonderful that's, that's, way that's to that's end. Thank you. That's a wonderful way Thank to you. end the interview. Thank you for your time, yes, and I'm really glad that I let meet you. Glad I got to meet you too, and good luck. I'm expecting to see you blow the world away, Gloria. The world will know your name. Yes, something like that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank All you. Right. Welcome.